Hello, all you cinephiles, cinefreaks, and cinemaniacs. Welcome to another hilarious episode of Cinema Smackdown Season 3, The Three Amigos. My name is Greg, and with me as always is Tyler and Michael. Somebody stop me! Smoking! The three of us are obsessed with movies. We're so obsessed, we continue this podcast about it. We take two similar movies and pit them against each other in a fight for ultimate glory. The three of us will comb through every aspect of these movies to finally answer the ultimate double feature question, which one's better? And today we have the battle of the Jim Carrey comedy classics. It's a lonely bachelor versus a lying father, a mysteriously magical mask versus a mysteriously magical wish, goofy banker Stanley Ipkiss versus cocky lawyer Fletcher Reed. That's right, folks. It's time for The Mask versus Liar Liar. P-A-R-T. Why? Because you gotta. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Cinema Smackdown. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. so excited. I'm jazzed up. I'm, I'm glad to be here with you guys. I'm Jim Jazzed. I love you guys. I'm so happy to see you. So happy to hear you. You love me. So happy to feel you. You love me. You love me. You, <laughs> you really love me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to see if I can't turn everything Every into, a quote. Into, a, into a Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about what these movies are about, shall yeah. we? I would love to know some synopsis. Here we go. I'm going to start with The Mask from 1994. Ooh. Bank clerk Stanley Ipkiss is transformed into a manic superhero when he wears a mysterious mask. Whoa. A superhero. That's so superhero. funny. Superhero. Yeah. A superhero. Superhero, though? <laughs> but first. He's like an anti-hero. Right. Right? Because he, he's like. In, he's like in, Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Exactly. This is basically. European gigolo? Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh. Is this in the in the Bigelow universe? <laughs> this is in the Bigelow. Big, Bigelow. Bigelow. Well, let's see if Liar Liar's in that universe. A fast-track lawyer can't lie for 24 hours due to his son's birthday wish after he disappoints his son for the last time. Holy I shit. can't lie. <laughs> that synopsis made it sound like his son's going to murder him. Like he disappointed <laughs> his son for the last time. They're both very time. dark movies, You guys. crossed me for the last time, yeah. daddy. Honestly, that kid is a little soft-spoken that and his I hair, would look out for him. His hair is beautiful. He has the definition of a bowl cut. Yeah, yes. the 90s perfect kid hair. Yeah. Perfect kid hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. Now we know what these movies are about. I would love to know who's in these movies. I've got answers if you've got ears. I have one ear. You have one ear. <laughs> yeah, you got one ear. Between the two of you, you have three good ears. Three. So in The Mask... The director is Charles Russell. He is credited as Chuck Russell on IMDb, though. Chuck Russell is more known for oh, some horror movies, correct? Yeah, The Blob. Ah, Nightmare on Elm Blob. Street 3. Three. The Dream Warriors? Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Michael <laughs> Fallon and Mike 
Werb were the writers of The Mask. Werb. This movie, Word. <laughs> Werb. <laughs> wow. um, this amazing film <laughs> is starring Jim Carrey, Cameron Diaz, Peter Reigert, Peter Green, Amy Yazbek, and Richard Jenny. Wow. Star-studded. Star. Two big stars and four other names. Yeah. <laughs> I was giving the Peters and Amy and Richard the benefit of the doubts. Yeah. I mean, Peter Green, the bad guy, is also in Pulp Fiction. This he is. Same He's year, Zed. Zed's dead, baby. He had a hell of a year ooh, in 94. Yeah. What a... Ooh. All right. So for Liar Liar, Tom Shadyuk. Wow. You nailed it. That's the director. Yeah. What else did he do? He Nutty did Professor Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Bruce Almighty. I think Bruce he did Norbit too. Yeah. He kind of he he jumped around from Jim Carrey to Eddie Murphy, just back and forth. Yeah. Back and forth. The writers of Liar Liar are Paul Gway and Stephen Mazur. Again, this movie is starring Jim Carrey, <gasps> Mara Tierney, Jennifer Tilly, Justin Cooper, Amanda Donahoe, and Carrie. Elwes. Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes. Robin Hood, Men in Tights himself. And wow. The Princess Bride. Which is pretty much the same character and as Robin Hood. Saw. Oh, I seen it. Yeah, I, I see he's Saw. He's in that movie. You came, you saw, you conquered. <laughs> oh, I came, I saw. You I always conquered. come. Oh, I'm a little upset about a bad sexual episode I had last night. There it is. He, he put Woo! it in there. Yeah. Just uh, sprinkle these in. Okay, so we, we know what these movies are about. We know who's in it. Let's learn some fun facts about these movies. Do you guys want to know some fun facts about the mess? I do, Hit I do. Hit us with some fun facts. Let me start off by saying Chuck Russell revealed that a lot of money was saved on special effects after Jim Carrey was cast. Carrey's body movements were so flexible and cartoonish, they didn't see the need to enhance them digitally. They saved close to $1 million. Wow. They should have given Jim the extra mil. Yeah, I don't think he got paid very much for he this He didn't because the movie, he signed on right before Ace Ventura came out, so they yeah. didn't know what a big star... I, I believe it was four hundred and fifty grand. Nothing. Which you know, a in comparison. Y- a year later, he's making twenty million a movie. Yeah. Or on six Dumb and Dumber. Months later. He, he yeah. made yeah, yeah, about twenty million on Dumb and Dumber, which is six months after the mask. So I'm gonna get back into some facts, guys. Let's do it. The part when Jim Carrey is being chased by the gangsters and pulls out a wet condom out <laughs> of his pocket and says, "Sorry, wrong pocket," was improvised by Carrey himself. Wow. <laughs> By far the dirtiest joke in the movie. Oh, my God. I've improvised about condoms before, too. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Where you just say that you're wearing one? <laughs> no, I meant in an improv show. Uh, okay, oh, yeah, okay. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liar, liar. I don't know. This is why I don't have kids. I just, I really so want to make say- a wish that I can't tell a lie. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. the one true reason I'm not having kids. That's the only oh reason. That's the only reason. How old was the kid in Liar Liar? Five. This is fifth birthday. Okay, I got, I got like three years. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. You're good. So this movie was based on a Dark Horse comic. Those that don't know what Dark Horse is, it's kind of the fucked up version of DC comics, the ones that like create Batman and Superman and all them. The comic itself was frequently comprised of very dark horror stories on how the mask would murder people with cartoonish antics. Chuck Russell has said that the movie script started off in that tone before being transformed as a vehicle for Jim Carrey's unique comedy. And thank God it was It was going to be like this crazy horror No, thank you. version. <laughs> Instead, it became my favorite movie of all time. It's a pretty great movie. I do want to see the horror version of it, though. Yeah. It's like, like it's, a little you bit. You see, like, it's sprinkled in a little bit. Yeah. Like, like I, I think I texted you when 
he went after the mechanics because I didn't remember. Yeah. I really thought he killed those fucking mechanics. Oh, he just sticks stuff up their butts. <laughs> he did stick. <laughs> yeah. It's like two scenes later, you, they come out What's with a said? carburetor. Hold on to your lock knots. It's time for an overdrive. <laughs> <Or> overhaul. Overhaul. <laughs> uh, on to Liar Liar. Yay. <gasps> Here's a fun fact you guys probably didn't know. Jim Carrey declined the role of Dr. Evil in Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, so he could be committed to this film. Wow. Can you imagine a Dr. Evil where it's Jim Carrey? Was he also going to play Austin Powers? No. Right, because that's part of the fun joke of Austin Powers. I know. It would have made it a completely roles. different movie. They wouldn't be able to hire Vern Troyer, probably. Yeah. They, yeah. They don't look a, You'd have a to get a mini it's version. It's crazy of how that Jim one Kent. choice kind of just <clears throat> catapulted into The butterfly it. effect. <gasps> Here's something that you guys may know already. All right. Jim Carrey cameos as Fire Marshal Bill, a character he played in In Living Color during the scene where Fletcher is on a stretcher. That rhymed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fire Marshal Bill can be seen talking on a walkie-talkie in the background of the crowd. Yeah, I never noticed that until this time, and he—he's not saying anything. He's just like <laughs> to the walkie-talkie. Yeah, kind of back there with this huge grin and like just kind of manically talking or nodding into a phone. It's, it's incredible. I mean, I had never noticed that before, and then how many times have you seen this movie? A billion times. A billion. Yeah. And what's yeah. crazy mm-hmm. is he's not exactly being subtle in the background, not at like all. saying, like he is hamming it up, and it's a serious moment. It's a very serious moment. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Very funny. I love it. Uh, final little fact here: uh, Robin Williams turned down the role of Fletcher Reed, and at one point, Steve Martin was actually connected to the film. Mm. It was quite different in many ways because, as we know, Jim Carrey changes the entire formula of films like he did in The Mask. I could see Steve Martin playing this role. I don't think I could see Robin Williams. As manic and crazy as he is, I just wouldn't buy He's too sweet. He's too nice to yeah. play a bad guy There's lawyer. No, like, yeah, there was no like edge. Yeah, Robin yeah. Williams has never, even in Insomnia, which is a movie where he plays a serial killer, You still he still has that endearing quality. In like one hour photo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you feel bad for him in that movie. Yeah. He's just a sweet stalker guy. One He's hour photo. Person. Wow, remember one hour photos? Yeah. That's a. Like, just in general. Yeah, the concept. I'm remembering. The That's concept, why I yeah, that. I know. Now it takes three days, and it costs $75 to develop a disposable camera. Does it really? Yeah. That's it, insane. It's so crazy. Uh, one, one last little tiny thing. One last thing. Get it in there. Tiny, tiny, tiny. This film has rewrites by the Judd Apatow, what? which Whoa. went uncredited. Judd Apatow also did rewrites, or just writes, on uh, The Cable Guy right before this. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I think so maybe he kind of just went along maybe with Jim. Because, yeah, because I know Cable Guy was one of the first movies Judd Apatow produced. I mean, that movie is a good one, too. I love the Cable Guy. It was not it's, loved in its time. but It's, it's like wine. Yeah. It's aged it, so well. The opposite of Ace Ventura. Yeah. Which, yeah, which has yeah. aged like milk. <laughs> Out in the sun. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I think we should switch things up here. And have a little segment, have a little fun. It's segment time! I want you guys to relate yourselves to Jim Carrey. I want to hear moments where you've been wilding out, where you're silly, where you make <laughs> silly choices, where you're just a silly billy boy. Why? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. So billy you boy. want us to talk about a silly decision that we made? Yeah, anything silly. Going to just college. Like a- Okay, good. Okay, that's it. Let's move on. We all did that. Paying for a degree. Thank you. That's a good one. I mean, that's a silly billy boy right there. That's a silly billy boy right there. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's okay, Michael. Okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, let's tell funny stories instead of sad ones. Yeah, just like times that we were really stupid. And... I can kick one off <gasps> yeah, for kick us. It. Kick it. This is a very, this moment is. I mean, I was I was basically pretending to be Jim Carrey my entire childhood. So it's hard to pick one out. But this one for for those that are listening. Greg sent Michael and I a video of him as a kid doing impressions of Jim Carrey. We'll put it up on our Instagram and oh, TikTok. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. 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 For everyone to see. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's me as a seven-year-old. There is no Liar Liar impression because it was before Liar Liar came out. Yeah, well, you were older then. Um, I was still doing impressions at that point, but this was no, 96. No, you stopped at six, Greg. No, I, I still do Jim Carrey impressions. <laughs> yeah, I retired as at six. As you'll hear. <laughs> I just wanted people to know that. Go ahead. Tell your story. Um, so this, flash forward from age six to age 15 or so, I'm in high school. That's a big age guy. I know, Jim, right? right I'm cast in a hilarious play called Noises Off, and I got to do tons of physical comedy, just like Jim Carrey. Jimmy. The biggest moment. I got to throw myself down a flight of stairs and, you know, make it look like the character slipped and fell downstairs. This was my moment to beat myself up like Jim Carrey. Yeah, like basically. Jim and Liar Liar. And the <laughs> first time I did it in rehearsals, I, by the way, no actual stage combat falls. I just literally threw myself like Jim would. And I broke the set. First oh, time uh, there was a banister there. It was like, a you know, they built a nice set with a staircase and everything. And I just ripped through the banister and just kind of plopped down on the other side. So we had to have the tech department like <laughs> reinforce the banister and make the stairs like legit stairs. And then uh, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen me, myself and Irene recently. Oh, yeah. I but there's a movie. moment in that movie where he throws himself down a hill and he's kind of tumbling and he pops up. In a really comedic way, right in frame, you know, really, as if like he's quick. falling. And I try to incorporate that into the fall where I'm like tumbling, but then like pop kind of all the way up onto my feet and then fall back down, which is extremely dangerous. But yeah, yeah. I was 16 years old. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah, you know? no broken Can you bones scoot your wheelchair over? Um, it's <laughs> getting. Uh... <laughs> Um, okay, that was fun. I do want to see you fall downstairs because well, push I've, me. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll do it next <laughs> time. Know, I see that's why. Downstairs. That's why I always try to trip you. That's why I always try oh, to get you to go first. That's why you're always beating me up. <laughs> you're kicking my ass. Do you mind? Um, I was also a very big Jim Carrey fan growing up, and my brother and I both always played with his quotes and were saying a goose and, you know, all of that <laughs> stupid shit. Um, and we had just gotten a camcorder, so we would, like, make these little stupid home videos. I'm sure, like, everyone did. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin Jason came in town. He was, like, our favorite cousin who was, like, older and cool and funny and we had just watched uh wayne's world Mm, classic um and there's that scene in wayne's world where he's interviewing the talk show host or whatever some guy i can't remember who it is but the arcade guy i think yeah yeah Yeah, noah's arcade Uh uh-huh yes noah's arcade (laughs) so he has on the back of the cards written um What's his name? Why am I? My brain's broken. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Dr. Evil. Dr. <laughs> the <laughs> actual Dr. Mike Evil. Mike Myers, Wayne, has written on the back of these cards, like, slurs or make, making fun of the guy next to him. Right. And one of the cards said, this guy has no dick with a with <laughs> an arrow pointing to him. So during when me and my brother were doing these, like, filmings and my cousin was there, I got the idea that I was going to interview them, but I was going to write those things in the back of the card. And I was so proud of this idea. I thought it was so good. And I was so confident. And I was the younger one, so I was, you know, trying to be funnier yeah. and cooler. And, you know, I had something to prove. Yeah. Um, so I made these cards and I wrote on the back of it, this guy has no dick. 
and I pointed the arrow towards my brother, but um, I didn't. The arrow was pointing towards me, <laughs> and I was so confidently being like, ah, look at him, he's just got no dick, and everyone's laughing, and I, ever, I thought everyone was laughing. Like, my mom was there, my dad was there, my cousin, and everyone was laughing because I had made such a funny joke, but really, they were laughing because I had pointed the arrow at me uh, and was confident. They weren't laughing with you. They no, were they were laughing, laughing at, at you. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, then I cried. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and really I cry? really, I yeah, I cried. I mean, I was so, I, like, really wanted my cousin and my brother to, to think oh, I was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so Damn. I was like, I'm going to make fun of them, and then I was really just making fun of myself. Oh, no. Now, you know, that's called growing up, though. Because now if point. I were to do that joke and that would backfire on me, that would be hilarious. Yeah, you got to roll yeah, with I, it. I, that's funnier than the joke that Wayne's World did. The, well, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. I need to see the video of that. I think it's somewhere. Find We're it. gonna post it on Instagram. Let's find all of our <laughs> old childhood videos and just put it on Instagram. Yeah, I have one for my first birthday. Oh, I'm sure that's hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. I eat cake <laughs> like a maniac. So nothing's changed. No, I still eat cake like a maniac. Daddy's got a sweet tooth tonight. <laughs> just say that constantly. <laughs> I actually say that at one. Um, mm-hmm. So my before story, the mask came out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stole it from me. Of course. Um, so my story uh, actually happened in college. It's an acting story. Oh, uh, similar to Greg's here. Acting, uh, acting. Uh, we had this thing in college called Auditions Week, where everyone in co- in our college, the it's pretty self-explanatory. Tyler, so a week of auditioning. Week. <laughs> Everyone auditions <laughs> for a week, for a week, for a full week. <laughs> to be in the shows for the entire semester. I got extremely ill my junior year. It's was, a stressful week. I was very we sick. Know. It was stressful. It was very sick. Uh, I, I had about 102 temperature. I probably should have went to the hospital. You had COVID. Yeah. I had COVID. <laughs> COVID-16. <laughs> Back in 2010. Yeah. COVID-10. Um, <laughs> I still had to do auditions week. I still had to like figure out how to audition and get to the the spaces to audition. So I took a bunch of ibuprofen. Uh-huh. A bunch. Um, a bunch how, how, of what, ibuprofen. When you say a bunch. So you know how they say that you shouldn't exceed four uh, every like six hours? Uh-huh. I was taking four every three hours. <gasps> Ooh, that's twice as many. That's twice as many. <laughs> that's good that's math. Good math. <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> uh, and it kept my temperature down. I was able to audition. I felt like shit still. But um, by the end of the week, my throat was starting to hurt. Uh-oh. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with COVID. my throat? Is this COVID? It's COVID. That's <laughs> what you were thinking. I was like, I'm going to name this something. It's, it's going to be COVID. Coronavirus COVID. <laughs> <laughs> something only found in cats at this point in time. <laughs> um, and I, I went to the hospital uh, to figure out what was going on with my throat because I was having trouble breathing. I had tore my esophagus from the amount of ibuprofen. I was such a fucking idiot that's a, silly. a silly billy a boy, silly billy boy. Silly. yeah sure that uh the auditions week was so important that i almost fucked up my entire uh can you imagine if you couldn't system. talk anymore because deaf in one ear i can't talk i remember when I you, flat feet when you did that it was definitely a moment where we <laughs> were not laughing with you you were definitely laughing at <laughs> we me. Were la- we were like, Tyler, this fucking idiot. <laughs> this silly Billy boy. It was a really dumb, 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 dumb. But that's what college is for. And that's dumb decision. You, know, you made learning. it out. You're good. You made it. You booked two shows that season. Yeah. I, I only yeah. cough up blood every once in a while. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it's, it's good. But, you know, that's what we all throw up blood a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, right? It's 2022. I think we all do it. We're silly Billy boys. 
And now let's talk about these silly Billy Greg's movies. Really trying to. We are silly, silly Billy, Billy boys, boy. and here we go. Let's talk about silly Billy mask. Ooh. I don't know why I keep saying Billy. There's no Billies There's in no these Billy. movies. There's no Billy. There's a Fletcher. It's just fun because it rhymes. Silly Billy, yeah. Silly Willy. Silly, silly Billy is just a funny. Let's talk about Silly Stanley. <gasps> Ipkiss. Is he named Ipkiss because he's like a? Uh, that name is so like. Ip kiss. Ip kisses. Yeah, I've you never heard that. Ip any... kiss your ass goodbye. <laughs> is that in the movie? That is. Oh. Yeah. That sounded like something from the movie. That's definitely. That's almost everything I say will be a quote from these movies. All there right. was a moment. Was that a quote from I think the I movie? said this last week. Yep. And so was this. Because oh. they say, yep, you, you betcha. He says that a couple <laughs> times. Uh, I definitely had the mask fully memorized. Uh, I think you have most age. Jim Carrey movies. Yeah. Fully. I think both of you. Have an obsession with yeah. Jim Carrey movies. The Mask was my brother's favorite. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I think Liar Liar was, I mean, it was like the family favorite. We all watched it together, and I remember yeah. qu- all quoting it. I remember my parents laughing at I've Had Better. <laughs> I've Had Better. And, like, I remember. Thanks, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Great gift, was. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm. So glad we're doing these two movies because I love them both and I love Jim Carrey. Yeah. 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 I mean, watching The Mask as an adult and having to analyze The Mask. Um, metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically mm-hmm. speaking. <laughs> uh, you know, very silly movie. Not r- really sure like what kids group it's supposed to fall under. Because right. There are some really, really intense like adult themes in that movie yeah and yet there's also some really cartoony stuff that's meant for like six-year-olds there's like looney tunes happening yeah i mean it is a live action cartoon yeah and i love that in the beginning there's tons of references to looney tunes yeah stanley ipkiss is obsessed with the looney tunes so it it makes sense that the character that he's playing as the mask has these looney tune antics yeah it's totally giving like roger rabbit or world vibes yeah, even the, even like the, the uh, evolved version of those two. Yeah, the animation movies. felt yeah. very Roger Rabbit. The animation still honestly looked good. I was very impressed yeah. by the CGI when he puts the mask on for the first yeah. time. I was like, oh, this still looks. I mean, it looks good. It looks great. I think because they are leaning into the cartoonish aspect right. of it, they're not going for realism CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that time, they just they they knew how to use CGI effectively. Yeah, yeah. I think the early '90s just killed it with CGI. Like they. Look at Jurassic Park, for instance, like yeah. 93, a year before this movie came out. And the CGI in that is is still really, really good. And that's I really mean, impressive because they are going for realism in that. And they pull it, it off. They, they knew how to use CGI how. in the 90s. And then by the 2000s, Y2K era. Mm-hmm. Y2K you know, just ruined everything. Just ruined everything. Everyone thought the banks were going to close, but no, CGI killed exactly that's what happened the computers forgot how to do cgi <laughs> once y2k yeah happened. that's what everyone was really worried about <laughs> yeah the mask is so special to me as soon as it starts i just get this feeling in my stomach like i'm i'm getting to skip school or it's a yeah. sick day or it's just one of those like saturdays where i don't have to do anything like i just it's there's something so intrinsic within me when I start watching The Mask, yeah. that just feels so special. It takes me back. It's definitely a movie that I could watch over and over, mm-hmm. The Mask and Liar Liar, honestly. I think I've seen these movies back and front. Yeah. Like, I've seen them so many times. I um, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more objective here because I wasn't I, – I was a Chris Farley fan. I wasn't necessarily a Jim Carrey fan. Yeah. I liked his movies. I like, I like Ace Ventura, the second one. You more. just didn't subscribe to the fan club? There was a fan club? 
A Jim Carrey fan club? I was. I in mean, it. are you kidding? We were president. See, I, I literally, no. <laughs> I was in a. I wrote to him, and he sent back a signed headshot. <gasps> That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't. Do I had that, it. I had it framed in my room forever, and it said, "Spank you very much." <gasps> <laughs> Yeah. Where is that now? I think I lost it. No. Are you fucking e- either either I lost track of it or my mom, who's much better at keeping track of things, has it in an attic somewhere. Or wow, an my God. Um, I just I'm sad that Jim Carrey and Chris Farley never got to team up. That would have been a great yeah. movie at some point. Or Robin Williams and Jim or Carrey. Rob, yeah, I mean, that, maybe too much manic energy. Yeah, in one movie. They, they're pretty intense. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the mask? Watching it objectively as an adult. It's kind of boring. What? Boring? I'm sorry. Somebody stop this man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I I thought it, it the tone, it didn't really make any sense. Like, what is this tone supposed to be? Is it supposed to be You dark? don't make any sense. I, I, I know so many <laughs> people are going to be like turning this opinion. off right now and be like, oh, fuck this guy. Um, we might have people agree. I, I mean, just don't know how. Just re, I mean, rewatching it, I. The word boring surprises me. The word boring surprises me. I, I can me imagine too. annoying or like headache inducing. Yeah, or... but, but this movie is action packed. It's got musical numbers. Every 20 minutes, he's turning into a live action cartoon. There's what, a what's... sexy, sexy Cameron Diaz. Oh my That's God. True. Cameron Diaz is sexy. She just walks in from outside where it's raining and she just has to fix her shoe. I guess it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a very generic formula that has been overdone since The Mask. Whereas, like, this guy who's down on his luck, he gets this superpower where he can be confident and he gets the really hot girl. Is to it fall because in love comic book movies have become so mainstream that it's, it, it it's feels. Not, but it doesn't feel like a comic book movie. It feels yeah. like a romantic comedy to me. Huh. Yeah. So, and I don't like romantic comedy. I, I get like 20% romantic comedy, 20% action, and then like. Well, his 60, entire... 60% just Jim Carrey bouncing off the but walls. But his entire motivation is. is to get the girl, yeah. whether it's the redheaded girl or Cameron Diaz. Right. He's a hopeless romantic. So <sighs> he's a nice guy. He's nice a nice guy. He's an ip kiss. Listen, what he does with his face, you know, his body language, incredible. Charlie Chaplin. His dick. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin ain't got shit on James Eugene Carey. That's a you bold know? statement right there. Jimmy Gene the String Bean is the best comedian of any time. Yeah. I'm I mean, saying it. For me, the mask was uh, a little like ho hum this time. The mask for me is I chuckled three very times. much. Uh, a lot of it's so fun that it is just like a more over the top. It's less grounded, of yeah, course, yeah. than for than sure. Liar, liar. Um, but I mean, I can't imagine watching that movie and being like, "This is is boring." Maybe um, there's a different word we can try. I'm to find I'm, in I'm the trying dictionary. to f- I'm trying to find. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm about to yell back off, monkey boy. Yeah, <laughs> I knew this was gonna upset you the second I. Yeah, I'm just. I fighting. watched the mask. I was like, oh god, they're gonna think I'm an asshole. I'm not surprised that the mask wasn't 100 percent endearing. But again, the the word boring surprises me. It's yeah. just like it, it is. You know, it's a quick 90 minute movie. There's a lot happened. The musical numbers galore. It kind of kick-started the 90s swing revival, which I know is like, shouldn't add to your enjoyment in any way. Very niche. But it is a <laughs> interesting tidbit that I think a lot of people don't realize. It's like, would swing music in the 90s, big band stuff, be as big if The Mask wasn't such a smash hit? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it really did permeate all of people our age. Like, The Mask is a staple yeah um uh, even on drag race there was one of the queens rose did a runway oh where my God. she did That's awesome. the mask 
Did she spin down too? like did, like a uh, Tasmanian devil spinning? <laughs> I wish. No, but she did have like the green face painted yeah. and had a whole like zoot suit, yellow zoot suit with that. I, so it's, I'm not denying that the mask is an iconic. Yeah. It is completely iconic and it and every line is very quotable. Yeah. I I felt like maybe maybe I've seen it too many times and it wasn't like the epitome of my comedy movie like childhood. Yeah. yeah. And because I've seen it so many times and it wasn't that this time it was a little bit boring for me to like rewatch. You know it's okay. Just don't be mad at no, me. No, no, I, I totally get it. Like when I watch The Mask, I know that more than half of my enjoyment is based on nostalgia. Yeah. Because it it transports me to being a six year old again and having no worries yeah. and life is good. Um whereas the liar liar, you know, I feel like it just works on all levels. Yeah, let like, me let me just start off by saying Liar Liar is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Yes. That is correct. I've se- I saw it two <laughs> months ago. I saw it uh, this week. Wow. I laughed just as hard both times. Yeah, it's so good. So I'm not a Jim Carrey hater. It's aimed at a different audience. Like you said, it was a little confusing with the mask. Like, who is this aimed for? Because it is PG-13, and there's adult moments. The The wet condom is mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, yeah. as a kid, you think it's funny just because it's a wet balloon. But no, it's a used condom. That's yeah. crazy. So it is like, yeah, who is this for? Whereas... Liar, liar seems pretty clearly aimed at thirteen-year-old boys, and it has <laughs> right. But but it's also like this family film, which like like yeah. this thing in the '90s. We had this magical moment where your entire family could sit down and watch a movie that was a little raunchy, but also still for kids. Yeah, and liar, liar, Mrs. Doubtfire is another one. Name another one that rhymes. Liar, liar, Mrs. Doubtfire. Pirates. I want to go higher. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> That's what we call a slant run. A hard slant yeah, run. A hard slant. <laughs> um, those I, movies. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like the family part. We I watched it with my family. Yeah. It it has the heart, which for me, I, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't connect. Yeah. As much to the mass like heart and genuine. Yeah, I I get that. I mean, there is that father son connection. There are moments of like sincerity. I'm a sucker for father son. For sure, movies, all right. And there are like <laughs> little hints of dramatic moments. You know, Jim Carrey is sometimes showing us his dramatic side and, in that movie. Uh, fun little side fact: uh, the director and Jim Carrey said that this was the moment when they both decided that they wanted to go in a different direction and be more serious with their films. Huh. So Liar Liar was the first. I mean, we wouldn't have Truman Show. We wouldn't have Eternal Sunshine yeah. without Liar Liar. Yeah, you he want to say your quote. Liar Liar. <laughs> walk. Liar Liar walk. Uh, so Truman so Show. Truman Show can run. <laughs> That's beautiful, and it's true because uh, Truman Show was the very next movie that he did after Liar Liar. Interesting. Yeah, and there's little funny parts in Truman Show. Oh, but... Truman Show is a perfect blend of comedy and yeah. drama. Yeah, I want to talk about. Jennifer Tilly Ooh. in Liar Liar. Also awoke in something because in Jennifer I Tilly. think it awoke something in me too, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Because when I saw that outfit, I was like, work, bitch. Yeah. Like, she, I just loved, she was tits out. Tits out. Wait. There's a lot of sexuality in that 105. Movie. Yeah, right. In your seven, bra. <laughs> seven single acts of indiscretion. <laughs> yeah, her voice. Her voice is so iconic. She's the bride of Chucky. Yeah. These is. Liar Liar is surprisingly sexual when you compare it to movies today Incredibly that are for sexual. kids. Like we talk about how movies back then, <laughs> even family movies, were a little bit raunchier. Yeah. There's a lot of sex jokes. Sex. Yes. So I can I make, her squeal. Make, her make her squeal. Make her squeal. 
<laughs> yeah, and you just wouldn't. I mean, like kids' movies today are Moana and Encanto. Yeah. Right. Very, very different. Lovely movies. Yeah, they just... cut the sex scenes from both of those movies. <laughs> <It's> my... <laughs> and thank God they did. Thank God they did. Oh, God. That would be inappropriate. Inappropriate. So Moana. <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had, had better. better. I've had better. <laughs> That's oh, so good. I, uh, the end moment where Jim Carrey has the realization, like, I love my kid. Yeah. And I mean, it's sad because it's like, I feel like if I ever were to have a kid, I would just straight out the gate be like, I, there's nothing in the world I wouldn't do for this kid. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a kid. I do have a dog. And I, but I'm sure it. there That's are the same thing. It, yeah. It, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. It's this exact thing. same. You would agree there's, as a father. Yeah. Right, as a father Tyler? of an actual child and two dogs. It's basically, yeah. <laughs> it's the exact same. It's the exact same. Um, um, but the moment in the end where he's like, kids aren't leverage. And I, you know, I hold myself at contempt. It's yeah. Like, that part is so good because it, it, you know, it gives us there's, the audience what we want there's you see the character change you there's know what even I mean? that moment kind of like halfway through the movie where he's he's at the impound and he talks to his mm -hmm. wife and he goes i'm a bad father yeah yeah and just like that moment's like oh my god yeah this he does a, he's an over actor for movie. sure but there are moments that are like really yeah really he sweet knows and he knows how to, to turn it down you know yeah. even in the mask which is more bonkers there's just some like when he's playing Stanley Ipkiss. When he's playing Stanley, yeah. I, I noticed it a lot more this time because as a kid, I was really drawn to the moments where he turns into the mask. Right. Yeah. This time I was like, oh, you know, Stanley Ipkiss is a goofy character and there's definitely some overacting. There's also some like quietly subtle moments like when he's in the jail cell and he's yeah. like, you know, kind of bearing his heart and talking about being a hopeless romantic. That like, scene, I think, is yeah. is a is a great scene in the movie because it it needs to be in that movie. Yeah, because the entire the entire movie's bonkers and so right. Out there. And I I agree that liar liar has more heart, but that is the moment of heart. Correct. in the mask. Yes, I wonder if there are blooper reels of the mask online. There should somewhere. be because the I'm mask sure doesn't have are. a blooper reel, but liar liar does. And yeah. raise your hand if you miss a blooper reel. Yeah, I see a lot of can, hands in the can room. Everyone see our hands. I see raised. a lot of hands. Raising hands is so good for podcasts. It's <laughs> yeah. just like podcast gold. Visual, <laughs> yeah. visual things. I I agree. It's something the '90s did, where like the blooper thing at the end of the movie. Yeah, bring that back. So the bloopers of Liar Liar are some of the most quotable yeah. parts of Liar Liar. A goose. Yeah, yeah. A they're goose. the pre-nuptial agreement. <laughs> Over actor. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Like to me, they're on to me. If a movie, if a comedy movie, a silly comedy movie doesn't have a blooper reel, I just feel like you weren't having enough fun on set. Are they having fun? Yeah. Are they even having fun if there's Did no blooper reel? Did it even happen? Right? <laughs> Make America silly again. Make Stop. America silly again. <laughs> Stop it. Are you running for president on that platform? Honestly, <laughs> of I'm running for president of uh, West Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never want that job. I would be president of Jim Carrey Fan Club. I have always been told my whole life that I look like Jim Carrey and honestly watching these two movies I, I was it. like this is yeah. <clears throat> my fate like I, it is kind of me it's kind it of is. freaky I, I thought I that too it. like I do kind of look like Jim Carrey yeah. one time I posted a photo on Facebook when doppelgangers were a thing and we post about doppelgangers yeah. I posted a photo of Jim Carrey and my mom commented wow I can't believe how much you've grown up my boy and it's a photo of Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. My own mother <laughs> thought Jim Carrey was yeah. me. I mean, I could Same totally thing happened it. to me and Channing Tatum. Right, right. <laughs> I thought you were Channing Tatum. I am that. Channing Tatum. 
can I say I'm extremely jealous with how much you turned out to look like Jim Carrey? Because as a kid, that's <laughs> uh, that's all I ever wanted. That's why Greg's friends with you. Honestly, it's like you're you're <laughs> like you look like Jim Carrey. And I thought that when I was watching these movies, I'm so jealous because as a kid, I always wanted to grow up to be 180 pounds, six two, big teeth, kind of gangly. Yeah. And I only got the gangly part. Yeah, definitely not <laughs> six two. And my teeth are normal sized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't get everything. Speaking of teeth, little fun fact on the mask. He's wearing giant fake teeth in yeah, that. veneers. And uh, they were going to ADR all his dialogue because initially it was impossible to speak with those things in, and he figured out how to do it. He figured out how to it, deliver his lines with the prosthetic while making up for CGI, doing crazy shit with his And thing. that actually helped the character a lot, too. Yeah. Smoke it! Yeah, wow. I never even thought... I mean, I, you know what's weird is most movies I watch now, I'm like, that's a wig, those are fake, this is not real. But with the mask, I never even thought about his teeth not being... When Be- he puts because he does on. have big teeth in real yeah, life. And, and honestly, just... I just like... I, I. That's the thing about the mask is like... No one else could have done that. No oh yeah, else. yeah. No, like literally. Whereas, no like one. we talked about, liar, liar. Steve Martin was attached. They right. Were yeah, and while it would have been different, it it could have been, it could a, have funny been movie, a funny movie. Yeah. But right. No person. No, could you're do absolutely liar, right. Liar, yeah, like the yeah. Or the, the mask. mask. Yeah, I mean, even just covered up in all that prosthetic makeup and the big teeth, a lot of actors would like disappear behind all that, and you wouldn't really see them in the the role as much. Like Jim Carrey is just so expressive and wacky that even under you know layers and layers of makeup his his and, soul just comes through what, a, what a gift for jim carrey because he got to play two roles two very different roles and he still got to be his like over the top self in the mask like being stanley Ipkiss yeah. and the mask yeah like yeah. what a cool like yeah of course i would say yes to that right you get to play two yeah. awesome roles like do you yeah. know why he was mo- the biggest reason he was drawn to the mask? Why? Because he loves cartoons as much as Stanley Ipkiss. Because uh, he's a big Looney Tune, Tex Avery. Yeah. You know, Liar Liar is the first time that he actually uses his own hair and no prosthetics. Really? In a movie. Really? Yeah. So Ace Ventura, that wasn't his. That wasn't real his hair. Because <gasps> dude's got good hair. Like, yeah. He could. They could have. Definitely put enough hairspray in that. To yeah, the liar liar is the first time that he like wanted to use like his own, just like normal hair and. What about um? I know it's a weird cut, but in Dumb and Dumber, that's got to be his real hair, right? No, that's no. a wig. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that's a wig. I thought they just I gave him thought, a weird yeah, bowl cut. Too, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a wig, so he didn't go out in public with a bowl cut. <laughs> no, because he also removed. He has a chip tooth, and yes. he removed the chip for Dumb. Jeremy, and Dumber. can you look that up for us? Make sure that that's. Uh, <laughs> That's actually a fact. Yeah, Thanks. Our sis- Jeremy's going to get back to us yeah, on that yeah, one. Yeah. Thanks, Jer. I'm on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's got a really high he's voice. He's trying a Muppet thing uh, right now. <laughs> this is he's my He's in voice. his Muppet era. He's also really far away, too. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. <laughs> oh, he's getting yeah, farther just go, away. Just go. Just go. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I that- want to know what your favorite quote is from The Mask. Oh, my God. Like Or, the, or Liar, Liar. Like, the first one that comes to your mind jim carrey quote uh, it's probably the the one that made me laugh the hardest was when carrie Ills does say great gift dad <laughs> and he goes thanks son yeah it's just That's a good yeah. i don't know why it caught me yeah. off guard i laughed i was by There's myself so many good ones i laughed yeah. so hard out have fun with my wife <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of turns and he's like such an angry look yeah angry it's so funny it's incredible and And i love that he just 
it like hurts him to not say a lie. Like you could see the physical right. pain. Right. Yeah, of Jim the Carrey. physical comedy is on point. What's your what about you, Greg? Uh, that comes to your mind. Favorite quote from The Mask has got to be the classic P-A-R-T. Why? Because, because I gotta. Literally. I mean, that's just so yeah, good. That's mine, too. And then, uh, man, favorite quote from Liar, Liar. God, there are There's a billion, so, but many. so many. Um, I'm going to go with a big one. When he gets pulled over and the cop says, do you know why I pulled you over? Let's see if I can do this. He goes... Here goes. I sped. I followed too closely. I ran a stop sign. I almost hit a Chevy. I sped some more. I changed lanes in the intersection. I changed lanes without signaling while running a red light and speeding. Whoa. Is that all? No. I have unpaid parking tickets. Be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That's a good part. I mean, it's a mouthful. Yeah, that's, that's a monologue. Um, mm, pretty much. Like Jim Carrey himself. That what was about, a mouthful. What about you? Um, I think my favorite quote from The Mask would be P-A-R-T-Y because I gotta. Yeah. And my favorite quote from The Mask. No, is, from liar, liar. liar, Liar, Sorry. Is, um, I mean, there's so many. The first one that just came to my mind was, well, that's because you have nice jugs. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, I want to squeeze them. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> so So funny. stupid. Improvised. That girl was hot though. Impro- oh, that yeah. line is improvised by big Jim Carrey. Yeah. Wait, uh, the, mama? the mama. That was improvised. That's improvised. You can tell from the bloopers a lot of these moments are improv. Like he's just kind of pulling out all what the stuff. Yeah, so fun. I want to put I, Jim I wanna, Carrey in a biopic. I want to really Man talk. Man on the Moon. That's a biopic. Yeah. And he did not win an Oscar for that. Yeah, he was saying, I want to play Jim Carrey. Oh, I I want to play Jim Carrey because we all establish I look like you. Do. You do. You do. Yeah. More than any of us. And it hurts. <laughs> I definitely. <laughs> hurts so I look bad. more like Channing Tatum, so I, I definitely don't look yeah. like Jim Yeah. Right, um, and right. Greg looks like Bella Thorne. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, I get that all the time. All the time. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> Because I have big jugs. <laughs> I mean, my boobs are huge. I mean, I want to squeeze them. All right, that's enough of the quotes. <laughs> I, I want to quickly talk about the pen is blue. Yes. Yeah. Scene. Classic. And the the physical comedy that happens. Oh. He, where he makes his like hand. He makes his hand like a snake. Yeah. It attacks. And he him. tries to grab his hand. Uh, fun little fact: if you look on his jaw, there's actually not the word blue, but BB King. Huh. I wonder why. Burger King. Isn't that no BB King, the famous blues artist? <gasps> why? Why would someone? It's right. Write? Do you know why? I don't know why. And then why did you bring it up? It's just weird. <laughs> that, well, it's I'm also look that up. it's also kind of an instance of uh, inconsistencies because that's a lie because he's he can't write something other than blue in that moment. Big so blue having, king. So having something that says the pen is BB King is a lie. I know. Isn't right? Maybe weird? the pen's brand is BB King. Maybe. I mean, I feel like there's. Have a, you ever? You never written with a BB King pen? BB King, BB King, BB King. I feel like I noticed a couple of inconsistencies where I was like, "Is this a lie? Like, does sarcasm count as a lie? Does uh, unfulfilled promises count as a lie?" Also, in court, he really doesn't want to be there, and when he asks, "Can you go on?" he could say, "I'm not prepared to right. do this today." He's saying yeah. he could say, "I could, but I'd really rather not." Yeah. <laughs> That's Easy. exactly. But then we wouldn't get the movie. Exactly. But then the movie wouldn't happen. I'm tired happen. of being pushed around. <laughs> but like when he says, uh, "Wait, 105." Yeah, in your bra. That's that's sarcasm, but it's also a lie. But when he, you think about it, it's true because it's on the thing in front of him. So it's not true that there's 105 pounds in her bra. Oh, copy. copy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah that's just sarcasm. And then when he says uh, in that dramatic moment, where he says, "I'll be there," she says, 6 o'clock. Be there." He says, "10 to six. 
And he's not there at 10 to 6. He's so late, he has to hijack an airplane at the end of the movie, basically. He says, I will if, happily wrap your nip-naps in bubble wrap. <laughs> which is, again, something he does not do. So that is a future lie. That's it's an unfulfilled lie. All right, promise. Minority Report. We are really ripping that apart, and that's because we've seen this movie so many times. It's not meant to be nitpicked. This so yeah. we've discussed both of these movies. Mm-hmm. How do we feel? What do we? What are our final thoughts here, guys? Let's go around. I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious what we're gonna pick, or at least what you guys are gonna Definitely pick. Definitely, it's pretty obvious what, what I'm gonna pick. Go yeah, for you it. go first. Tell um, us. Obviously, I'm gonna go liar, liar. It's just one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Yeah, um, and not boring. Like <laughs> boring's the, the wrong word. You're right. It is uh-huh. the wrong word. Boring. A generic. Yeah. I don't know if I don't even agree with that. Yeah. I don't. I can't think of another movie. I get what you're that's saying like about. I. I mean, I guess if for, I if I stepped into Tyler's brain, I could. I, lack I get of what, connection. I get what maybe? you're saying. Yeah, lack of connection for sure. It didn't click with you. Yeah, d- didn't have daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. He has. He hasn't. Seems I'm to sure have... if you dig deep enough, there's daddy issues in there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I connect with Stanley Ipkiss on a certain level. There's a moments nice of just being. Always gets down. Sometimes I feel like uh, taking advantage of, you know, or just like, uh, yeah, walked and over, co- walked And I on. connect with Fletcher because I'm an asshole. Yeah. Because you're a lying. <laughs> I lie all the time. Father and a lying lawyer. <laughs> yep. Oh, but. wait. I, yes, I'm going to, my I'm picking Liar Liar because, I mm-hmm. mean, it's the funniest movie I've ever seen. And uh, I love The Mask, but yeah, Liar Liar is my, my pick. Yeah. Was that your oh wait? I thought maybe you had no. I had thought. something else. I was gonna say, um, I my real favorite quote from Liar Liar is when the little kid says, "My teacher says real beauty's found on the inside," and Jim Carrey says, "That's just something ugly people say." Oh, that's classic. <laughs> and so I funny. say that to people all the time. That's that whole you. scene. There's also a really great kind of meta joke in there where the kid asks, "If I uh, if I make a face like this, will it get stuck that way?" He says, "Not in a million years. Not in a million years. In fact, a lot of people make a good living that yeah. way." Yeah. And that's a little hint at Jenna. Yeah, a moment. I love that. What about you, Greg? I mean, I obviously have so much love in my heart for the mask, and it is actually more nostalgia-inducing because yeah. I did like before the age of ten, my choice would have been clear. The Mask, 100%. But as an adult, I have to admit, Liar Liar just works more consistently on more levels. It has more heart. And that sort of like roller coaster ratcheting up of energy, the farce-like structure of the movie is just so fun. It's like a wild ride. Yeah, it ends on an insane moment where he's on the elevator thing. Yeah, the staircase. The staircase. It's just insane. I made it. it. A very pre-9-11 scene. The whole, you know. Yeah, getting into down. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to make it. You have to go through security. And then he just gets in that bag. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love it. And then he crawls out of that bag, and he's really stuffed into a tiny bag. Like, that's some really impressive, like. Good old Jim. For a man who is 6'2", that is, to fit into a small bag like that is impressive. Very impressive. So that's it, guys. It's unanimous. I mean, it's a unanimous vote. Which kind of hurts my soul a little bit because the mask is so good, but I have to be honest. I do like Liar Liar more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was an 11-year-old. island with a DVD player that also had electricity, it would (laughs) to watch. You know, it'd be would bring. I would bring the case of Liar Liar, but also sneak in the disc of mask. In that same case? case? In the same case, so I'd have a double feature right there. Well, at Cinema Smackdown Pod, we're just three guys talking about movies that we've seen. But this isn't the only mask we wear. You can also follow us on social media, a place where we all wear masks, metaphorically speaking. Do you object to one of our rulings? Do you want to present your case for a new potential episode? 
do you just want to call us liar liars? You can do it all on our Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Cinema Smackdown Pod. Our birthday wish this year is for you to add us on social media. So go make our wish come true and follow us at Cinema Smackdown Pod. Get involved in the discussion and join the P-A-R-T-Y because you gotta. <laughs> all right, guys. Next week, what do we're we got? changing it up again. We're always changing it up. We're always changing it up. It's never the same style. So, never the same genre. So you're saying we're not doing the mask and liar liar no, again. No, we're doing Ace Ventura versus <laughs> Ace Ventura 2. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alrighty we're then. We're gonna delve into my favorite genre. Horror. <gasps> what spooky movies do we have? We got some demonic movies. Mm -hmm, what are we they? We got The Exorcist. Oh, versus Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> Spoilers. Versus the Omen. It's all for you, Damien. I've never seen The Omen. I've never seen The Omen, I, and I, I don't think I've seen all of The Exorcist. I will say The Omen is a little dated. It's made in the 70s. Yeah. Just go in prepared for that. Well, that should be fun. I'm a little scared already. I might have to watch The Mask and Liar Liar again. Just right to, after? Like, <laughs> cleanse my palate. Yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah, till next time. I'm Tyler. I'm Michael. And I'm Greg. Bye. Bye. Smoking. Okay.